0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. If you're new to the podcast, glad you're here. I'm your host, Danielle. If you're a returning listener, please take a second and go leave a rating or review wherever you listen. Any Apple podcast reviews that I can get to and read, I will share on the show. So appreciative for you listening in. And this is episode 94, More Changes to Disney Genie Plus And make making your own genie plus strategy Thanks so much for being here today. Happy Friday. And yet again, we have Disney Genie Plus changes. Now, if you keep up with me on the social medias, I've already shared about these. You can find me on Instagram at Mountains of Magic, just like the podcast, on Facebook at Fantastical Vacations by Danielle with one L, or you can email me at Danielle Robbins at Fantastical Vacations dot com. All the spelling for that is in the show notes, the description here. So check that out. But Genie Plus, try to keep all my podcast listeners up to date on it because it's like its own little like course. You got to know how to use it. I feel like once you get in the park, if you haven't been since it's rolled out, it really does in the moment feel pretty user-friendly. It's telling you when you can make other selections. Um, It's all right, but you got to know what you're doing going into it to really get your moolah out of it. So today we're going to talk about the changes that just rolled out last week, as well as how to make your own strategy going in. Because I do feel like You kind of need one, especially if you have major things you want to get out of Genie+. Plus. If you're just there to ride whatever you don't care, then sure, just go in, push buttons, get what you can get. But if there are things that you want to get out of it, I'm going to help you kind of create that strategy. So first, let's talk about the changes. So a couple of months ago, Disney came out with kind of like a teaser saying that changes were coming to Genie Plus to help the guest experience. Now backtrack for just a second. If you don't know what Genie Plus is, please like go back and listen to some episodes that have Genie Plus in the title. But basically, this is a paid system that's allowing you to skip the lines at most of the attractions in the theme park. You're still in a different line, it's just a whole lot shorter. I've not had experiences where I'm waiting more than like five or 10 minutes. Um, So just to clarify, you're not necessarily hopping right at the front of the line, but most of the time you're saving yourself, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how busy stuff is. So here is the change that rolled out. I don't know if I so much agree it made it easier on the guest, but I do think the guest can get some more value out of it. Basically, what happened is there is now a tiered kind of payment system for using Genie Plus. So instead of one size fits all, and that was kind of an argument for me as far as which parts you needed to use it at. I always suggested to my guest, get Genie Plus for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios if you can budget that. If you can budget all of them, go for it. But I feel like that's where you get the most value out of it. So Disney has heard that. And the way that they have combated that is to say, hey, we're going to make pricing for Genie Plus different depending on what park you're going to use it at. So here's the thing. I can't tell you how much Genie Plus is going to cost. I have clients ask me that all the time. Well, how much will it be? I don't know. It's variable pricing. The busier it is, the more they charge for it. If you go at a slow time of the year, the less expensive you're probably going to see it be. Safe bet that I tend to tell my clients is like budget for 30 bucks a person. Now, really busy times, it can be more than that. But if they're going, you know, middle of summer, or like right when school goes back in session, it's probably going to be less. But I would much rather tell you to over budget and have you be pleasantly surprised than me tell you it was going to be $20 and it actually cost you 35 So that just tends to be the number that I throw out there budget 30 bucks a person. So to give you some parameters, I'm recording this on Monday, July 3rd. Here are the Disney plus, sorry, Disney Genie plus prices. Um, Animal Kingdom has, every day I've looked at this, been the least expensive. That's $18 a person per day. At Epcot, It is $21 per person per day. Hollywood Studios is $26. Magic Kingdom is $29. Now, there is also a fifth option when you go to buy Genie Plus, and that is called the multiple parks. And this is what you're going to really have to get if you are park hopping. So if I have a park hopper ticket or if I'm an annual pass holder, and let's say I'm going to Animal Kingdom in the morning and I'm going to use a couple, you know, of my Genie Plus selections there, maybe Everest, the Safari. And then in the afternoon, I'm going to start kind of stacking them, saving them up for Hollywood Studios and hop over there later. In that case, you're going to want the multiple parks option. It is $29. Now, this has only been rolled out again for about a week. But every time I have looked at it, the multiple park option and the Magic Kingdom option have been the same price. So I don't know if that will continue to be a thing. Um, In my opinion, Magic Kingdom is definitely where you get the most out of your Genie Plus because there are the most rides to utilize it on. Whereas if... Places like Animal Kingdom and Epcot, one, there just aren't that many rides there. So you're not going to get as much out of your Genie Plus, even if you rode everything in the park with it. Um, so this is, like I said, I think helping you out if you're planning to use it at Animal Kingdom and Epcot. Because, you know, before they did this, the Genie Plus may have been, you know, 25 bucks a person for today. But now if you're going to those two parks... You get it a little bit cheaper. Also, this may just be something from Disney to try to encourage people to use it at those parks because they saw they weren't as much. Maybe if you see, you know, it costs a little less. It's under $20. We can make that work in the budget. Um, so the nice thing about this, I'm not going to. Walt Disney World today, but I was able to go ahead, pretend through the My Disney Experience app that I wanted to buy Genie Plus, click through um, and see those prices. So this might be something good to do leading up to your trip, just to kind of give you an idea. Now, if you're going, like I said, a crazy busy time, like right after the holidays or on a holiday weekend, you can't necessarily look at the days leading up to it to kind of gauge how your days going to go, but you can at least see you know, sort of where those prices are hanging out. So that's the change. Just know when you're buying it day of on your trip, that's still a thing. You can't buy it in advance. Anytime after midnight, the day you want to use it, you're just going to make that selection of where you want it to be used. Now, I would assume, let's say you're park hopping, but you only want to use it at one park so let's go back to my animal kingdom in the morning hollywood studios in the evening if you're not going to make any genie plus selections at animal kingdom because you're going early you're just going to knock out standby lines when they're short I'm assuming, and I can't say this from experience, it's only been a week, I haven't been down there, that you could probably get away with just buying the Hollywood Studios Pass, and then you would only be able to use it for that. Um, I'll try to remember to give you guys an update because I haven't heard one way or the other how that will work, um, but just know if you want to use it at multiple parks, you've got to buy that multiple parks pass. All right, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about your Genie Plus strategy strategy. So with strategy, it's mostly so whatever is most important to you to do in the theme parks, you're just making sure you get it done. And, you know, even better if other things can happen. But, you know, letting everyone in your party kind of pick their one or two most important things that they want to do and go from there. So the biggest tip I can give you for making your strategy is actually to go to the tip board. So right now I'm logged into my My Disney Experience account. So I'm doing this with you real time. You can follow along with me. You click the three little lines in the bottom right corner. That's your menu. And then you can click on tip board. Okay. I would suggest doing this a little earlier in the day. Um, Remember, most of your parks are probably opening eight or nine o'clock Eastern time. So getting in there, like I said, any morning you got free a little early. That's going to give you kind of the best gauge of what's happening. Definitely, I'd try to do this before noon, but it's later than that. I'm still going to roll with it. So your tip board is going to default to a park. Mine is on Magic Kingdom right at the top, but you can see underneath that where you can change parks if you want. And we'll do that in a second. So here's how you're going to utilize your tip board to make your genie strategy. Scroll down this sucker. Take into consideration what time it is right now. So as I'm recording this, it's 3 p.m. on the dot. I see that the Barnstormer has a Genie Plus return time of 4. Okay, all right, that's only an hour from now. I see Big Thunder Mountain return time at 5. And that's telling me Big Thunder, bit more popular than Barnstormer. It's got pushed out, you know, a little bit further. Um, if I keep scrolling down... I see that Jungle Cruise has 5.30, so two and a half hours from now. So that one was pretty popular. Um, six o'clock to meet Cinderella. So people really like that. Um Peter Pan's flight, I'm surprised these aren't sold out, to be honest with you. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Peter Pan's flight is pushed all the way to 7 p.m. at this point. It's three. That's four hours from now. So here's why I'm bringing that up. If Peter Pan's flight is, you know, important to my people, if I wait, you know, another hour or two, It may not be available anymore. I may not get to ride that. So, it's super important that I get that earlier in my day rather than later. Um, This is looking like a chill day at Magic Kingdom, but a lot of times by this time in the day, some of these Genie Plus selections will sell out. So going to the tip board kind of lets you see which rides at each park are the most popular. So If I want to get a Genie Plus for those, I'm probably going to put that earlier in my day than later. So from my experience, things like Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain, and Jungle Cruise are kind of three of the top dogs for Genie Plus. Now, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Tron, very, very popular. However, those aren't on regular Genie Plus. You have to do an individual lightning lane for those. Also, kind of crazy, those are both Still available for purchase right now, which is a little wonky on this um, random Monday. That that would be a case; those normally sell out a little bit earlier. So if you were going to do those, I would suggest buying them, you know, earlier in the day. And you actually could still enter the Tron virtual queue. That is not common, my friends, but I'm just being transparent about what's uh what's happening today. Um, so using this to go and look at the order that the rides are selling out is really helpful. So I'm going to change parks real quick and look at Hollywood Studios and see if this one behaves a bit more like what I'm thinking. Okay. So it's three o'clock where I am right now. I could book a Genie Plus for Alien Swirling Saucer in five minutes. I could go get on that ride. That's telling me that's not a big hot ticket attraction. Like if I'm in between things and waiting on something that's pushed more than two hours out, maybe I grab that, but that's not going to be like a quick first thing to do. Um, same thing with the Frozen show. I don't normally suggest doing the shows on Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios just because normally the standby isn't too long, but if that's important to you, go for it. However, if I keep scrolling down, I see that it's going to be almost three hours before I I could get on rock and roller coaster. Okay. And that only gives me a couple hours before the park closed. Same thing with Tower of Terror. So if you've got rides at Hollywood Studios that I would suggest getting first thing, um Lots of them, but Slinky Dog Dash tends to sell out pretty quickly as well as Tower of Terror, Rock and Roll Roller Coaster, um, and even Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Rise of the Resistance is your ride that isn't on regular Genie Plus, so you would have to buy that individual lightning lane for that if that's the route you wanted to go. Okay, Um, A few other honorable mentions, if you're heading to Epcot, the rides I might encourage you to kind of go for first with genie plus if they're important to you would be remy's ratatouille adventure frozen ever after Test Track or Sorin, those can get pretty long waits. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is your individual lightning lane um, virtual queue situation that you'll want to consider doing. And if you're at Animal Kingdom, Everest and the Safari are big ones that I would say try to snag first. Um, Flight of Passage is your individual lightning lane, not on regular Genie+. Plus. So here's how I'm using that for my strategy. I'm talking to people in my party. I'm seeing what's important, what's their ride they really want to do. And then I'm hopping over onto that tip board and seeing what the popularity is for those rides. Basically, the further the time is pushed out, the more popular that ride's going to tend to be. Like I said, when Genie First was first rolling out or I went during spring break time, I mean, guys, I could try to get on Genie Plus like right at 7 a.m. and Slinky Dog Dash would be pushed to like 9 p.m. was when you could get on it. That's an extreme case. Right now in these summer months, it's not looking like that. But that at least let you know, oh, that one's really popular. If I want to use that with my Genie Plus, I need to get that earlier in the day. Remember, even if you get a later return time that's more than two hours out, you don't have to wait until you ride it to make another one. You have that two-hour rule. After the park opens, you got two hours. You can make another one, even if you haven't ridden that first one yet. So that's kind of your first strategy if your family really wants to do some of these heavy hitters, um, go ahead and make the reservations for those first. While it's still early in the morning and the parks aren't that crowded, go around and ride other things that have a short standby time. Now, you're other option is maybe you've got really young kiddos, they don't meet the height requirements, or maybe those top rides I mentioned are just not things your family's interested in, then what I might suggest a better strategy you look at is more quantity than quality ride. I just say quality because they're more popular. That doesn't mean there aren't great family-friendly no height requirement rides. So in that case, you're maybe looking at the other end of the spectrum of the rides that what ride can I get on five minutes from now? I go scan, I do it, I look for the next one, I make another Genie Plus, I go hop on that. So then you're keeping all your people busy with lots of rides. You may get lots of steps in going around the park, um, but you can kind of utilize that strategy if those heavy hitters aren't important. And then if a few heavy hitters are, guess what? You get those, you fill your time with short lines and other things as you're waiting, and kind of go from there. But the biggest thing. And the reason I tell people to kind of strategize is I don't want you just assuming, oh, I'll get a genie plus for that later, 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 and then it sells out. So, knowing what's popular, what people tend to go for first, just having that on your radar can just make your day a little bit more magical. All right, friends, hope you enjoyed your Genie Plus updates. I'll be back whenever we get more of them. And hopefully, this gave you a place to go to kind of get strategy and put ideas in your head of those rides that tend to get pushed back the furthest first, so that if they're important to your travel party, you can go ahead and snag them. But as always, I thank you so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.